Okay, I want you to picture this. It's May 22nd, 2008. I've just come out of the cinema and I don't really know what to think, to be honest. The film that I've been building up in my head for the last two decades wasn't really what I thought it was going to be. I'm a bit disappointed, but I put that down to perhaps unrealistic expectations for it to be more than it could ever be. I'm talking, of course, about Indy 4. Now, I've eventually grown to like that film, but after it was all over, I think a lot of people, like me, put Indiana Jones to bed. I thought that we were done, but wait. Oh no. I think I am ready to be hurt all over again. This is the Indy 5 Podcast. Yes, hello and welcome to the Indy 5 Podcast. This is your weekly countdown to the fifth and final, possibly, Indiana Jones film. It's happening. It's actually happening. We'll be taking a look at everything we know and everything we've learned in the first week of filming. And we'll also be hearing from two people who've had a close eye on everything that's been taking place across the north of the UK this week. Then you saw this gentleman in brown jacket with a very distinctive walk walking towards where the camera crew were. There was a stuntman with a Harrison Ford mask on and it was a young Harrison Ford mask. It's been phenomenal having him here. Right, so let's do this. Hello and welcome. I am your host, Dave Sanderson. This is the very first episode of the Indie 5 podcast. It's your new weekly update on everything Indie 5, and I'm very excited to be here. Episodes of this podcast will be out every Friday, uh, and we'll look at everything that's happening in the production, any leaks that we hear, pictures that surface online, also any official releases that are put out there. And we'll also try and keep major spoilers to a minimum if we can. We'd love to hear from you, whether you've got some info or you just want to share your thoughts, you can get in touch. We have a Twitter at Indie5Pod. You can also email us Indie5Pod at gmail.com. And we'd also love it if you could rate and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. It would mean a lot to us. So let's get straight down to it. What do we know about Indiana Jones 5? Well, I can tell you that I'm very excited about this. I've loved Indiana Jones since I was taken to the cinema by my older brother to watch Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. And it had quite a profound effect on me when I was six years old. And I've kind of stuck with it ever since. I had a copy of Raiders of the Lost Ark that was recorded on a VHS cassette uh, and someone had recorded over it. And I only had it from the truck chase onwards and I still watch that again and again and again so I'm a big fan and I had built up Indy 4 for years before it finally arrived and I think that's what ultimately left me feeling a little bit deflated and I was ready to not really do Indiana Jones anymore uh, I was happy with watching the uh, the four films that we had but now that Indy 5 is on the horizon I am excited and we know that there is quite an incredible cast uh, involved in this. We also know that Steven Spielberg won't be directing, which is interesting. It's the first time it's not happened uh, in the series, but perhaps it needed some fresh eyes on it. Perhaps this is what the story needed. And if anyone can do it, it's probably James Mangold, uh, who is directing this. He's got a bit of a track record of producing excellent films, gritty films, um, and... I have confidence that he's going to pull this off. Um, he, he, like I say, brings some fresh eyes to it. And I loved Ford versus Ferrari. I thought the style of that would suit Indiana Jones. 
And hopefully we can make this feel like an Indiana Jones film, because at times Kingdom of the Crystal Skull didn't really feel like that. So here's some hard and fast facts about Indy 5. We're expecting it to come out in July 2022. This, of course, can be a bit flexible, bearing in mind things like global pandemics. Um, but we are expecting it in July 2022. This, of course, will be much delayed. I think it was supposed to be out in 2019 initially. Uh, and we know that Indiana Jones will be played, of course, by Harrison Ford. Is there anyone else who can really play Indiana Jones? He will be 78 when he plays him, but he still looks pretty great for a 78-year-old. Uh, and we know that there is an amazing supporting cast. So we've got Mads Mikkelsen. Uh, we have Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Boyd Holbrook, Seanette Reddy-Wilson, Thomas Creeshman, and Toby Jones are all definitely in this film. We don't know what roles they're playing. Um, but I imagine Mads Mikkelsen may well be playing a villain, uh, as he played a very good villain uh, in Casino Royale uh, when he played Le Chiffre. Uh, I imagine he probably won't be crying blood in this film, but it is Indiana Jones, so his head may well explode at some point. So we know the cast, uh, and we've seen uh, many of them appearing uh, in the UK over the last week. I was going to start this podcast in July when we were a year out, but there's been so much happening that I had to start now. So I'll try and run through a, a, a rough outline of what's been happening across the north of England and into Scotland and also in London um, and um, bring you up to date with what we've seen. So we know that Harrison Ford uh, has been in um, in the northeast. Uh, he's been at Bamber Castle, which uh, is a big... Uh, ancient castle um, on the coast in the northeast, which had been converted into some kind of Nazi hideout. Yes, the Nazis are back. Because let's be honest, the two worst films in the series don't have Nazis in. So it's good to see that the Nazis are back. How that fits into the timeline. <laughs> it's good to see the Nazis are back. Not a sentence I ever thought I'd hear myself say, but there you go. In the context of Indiana Jones, it's good just for clarity. So the Nazis are back and uh, we've seen a steam train in Yorkshire that was covered in uh, swastikas and very atmospherically lit and thundering down the railway line. We've seen motorbike and sidecar with, with uh, swastikas on and various uh, people dressed in Nazi uniforms. And we've seen Harrison Ford dressed up as Indiana Jones and rather interestingly, we've seen Harrison Ford dressed as Indiana Jones with little dots on his face, which would suggest we're going to see a de-aged Indiana Jones. So I do wonder, and this is all speculation, whether this is part of perhaps the opening sequence. Of course, we have Raiders of the Lost Ark start with the scene uh, in the jungle and the boulder coming through the temple and all that kind of stuff. And we have uh, Last Crusade starts with River Phoenix being chased with a cross of Coronado and ending up on top of a train. And I wonder if we're going to get one of these as a flashback and Indiana Jones is, is there up against the Nazis, and that's how the Nazis feature. And uh, like I say, this is all speculation, but certainly the things we've been seeing suggest we're going to get quite a prolonged sequence uh, set, uh, what looks like in the 1940s. You're listening to the Indy 5 podcast. Uh, obviously, Indy 5 has rolled into the north of England and up into the Scottish borders. One of the main locations was uh, Bamber Castle. And Harrison Ford has been pitching up all over Newcastle. And one man who knows quite a lot about Newcastle is Mr. Mickey Welch. Metro newsreader extraordinaire and friend of the show. How are you? I'm very excited to be on. I believe... 
I'm your first guest, so it's an absolute honour to be on. Well, there you go, there you go. And it must have been quite an exciting few weeks. I, I guess that Hollywood A-listers don't usually rock up in Newcastle that often. <laughs> well, you, you grew up watching Harrison Ford in some of the biggest blockbusters of all time. And then you see him riding a bicycle along the um, stretch of the Quayside, as we call it, in Newcastle next to the River Tyne, in his Lycra. And it's like, this is quite unbelievable that it's happening in my home city. It's absolutely fantastic that he's been here. And people, I, I guess, are, uh, have embraced having Hollywood in town. Yes, we've, lo- we've loved it. In short, we were doing um, Ford Watch, um, where we were asking our listeners to Metro Radio to get in touch if they've spotted Harrison Ford, if they'd had a selfie, if they've seen him out and about, and we were inundated. He seems to have enjoyed his time here, is the main thing. Uh, he seems to have been to all of the touristy places and had a good look round, and he's been really nice and polite with everyone. And there's like two-way street when it comes to respect. Um, so it, it's it's been phenomenal having him here, and I cannot wait, like you, to see this new indie film when it comes out, just to see what they've done with Bambra Castle and the surrounding area. It's amazing, really, because after the the fourth indie film, people were perhaps a little bit underwhelmed. Maybe it wasn't what people were expecting. You know, a lot of people loved it, but there were there were a lot of critics, as there are with these things these days. But one thing I would say is, since these pictures have emerged of Harrison Ford dressed up as Indiana Jones again and and seeing the train with the Nazi swastikas on and all that kind of stuff... Everyone's getting quite excited about this again. And it's been nice following following Harrison Ford kind of, you know, going for a bike ride, as you say, having some lunch, that kind of thing. It's always good when uh, when there's someone like that around. It's been great. The The scenes that they filmed at Bambra Castle, I believe it's going to be some kind of like throwback to his younger days because there was a stuntman with a Harrison Ford mask on, and it was a young Harrison Ford mask. So the scenes at the film, The Bambra Castle, is going to be a flashback to him fighting the Nazis, I believe, because they set parts of the castle on fire and there was loads of swastikas all over. Um, But the excitement's building, I think, because the cast is phenomenal this time round. Obviously, we've got Harrison Ford, but when you put Phoebe Waller-Bridge in anything, it just elevates a movie to a new level. And there's one of the best Hollywood baddies going at the minute, Mads Mikkelsen. He's in it as well. He was in Newcastle. He was spotted. I think he got under the radar a little bit because he was wearing his mask wherever he went and he wasn't that recognisable. But with those three in the main pivotal roles, I just literally can't wait to see what they're doing. And do you know what? I I think when the news came out that Spielberg wasn't going to direct it, I was one of those people who thought, ugh. It feels like this is falling apart. But actually, James Mangold, the director who's doing it, if you look at his track record of films, he's not done any duds, and they're great. And if you watch Ford versus Ferrari, the style of that and the direction in that, you think, do you know what? This this is going to work. And it feels like perhaps it needed some new eyes on it to take it in a new direction, perhaps. And hopefully Ford will, will buy into what he's doing, certainly from looking at the pictures. It looks like he is. And you mentioned that the cast, Toby Jones, has been has been snapped in it as well. He seems like the, the perfect Indiana Jones character. But yeah, tell us a little bit. Do you know much about Bamba Castle? Because I, I have to confess, I didn't know anything about it until this. But now I know, you know, a reasonable amount. Um, it is very, very old. I think it's from like 1,500 years ago at least. Um, but it is in the most idyllic place you will ever go to, especially like the weather that we've been having at the moment with the sunny spells, which 
Harrison was well privileged to have. Um, the beach next to Bambra Castle, we call it Bambitha, because um, when you're there on a night time and you're having a little campfire and you're watching the sun go down, you could be anywhere in one of the best like holiday destinations in the world. The castle itself, uh, they say it's the most haunted castle in Britain. Um, I've been on a tour of the castle. I didn't spot or hear anything, but the insides, it is just magnificent. Hopefully they've done a lot of filming on the inside so we get to see the um, the actual idyllic scenery outside, but also inside with it as well. But the castle, um, it's been in a few films. The uh, Mark Wahlberg filmed in it recently as well, and Anthony Hopkins was there for a Transformers movie. And before that, it was in a Macbeth movie, which I think got nominated for an Oscar a few years ago. So it has been used on quite a few films. But when people do see its setting and the way that they've done the shots, I've seen a few photos of a drone flying around as well. So we'll get the aerial view. It's just beautiful. And you mentioned before as well about the weather and the weather in all these pictures does look amazing. You see, the secret is you've got to tell Harrison Ford that it's like this all the time. <laughs> and then you'll find he, he'll buy a vineyard or something here. Yeah, well, I think that's what the Geordies have been telling them because anyone that contacted us at the station were saying, um, like they were asking him if he'll come back and obviously he's saying yes to these people. But you could tell when he was just walking about that he felt comfortable walking about chatting to people, going to restaurants. Um, I do know that when he was in Northumberland, where Bambra Castle is, he stopped at a, um, a fish restaurant in Amble and he had sardines and he had a local lager. Um, and any restaurant that he's been into, all the staff, he's done heavy tips. He's been really nice and polite and taking pictures with everyone. It, like when you expect, you expect Harrison Ford, you've seen like footage of him, especially when he was in that Bruno movie with uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Um, he wasn't, he wasn't, yeah, he wasn't um, polite, let's say, to the Bruno character. <laughs> but this time, this time he just seems to have like, embraced everything about it. I, I know he's 78 and he's he's had a full like career of having to deal with people, but he just seemed to really, really enjoy his time here. And do you know what? You say 78. I... I... I, I would like to say, I hope I look that good when I'm 78, but actually I hope I'm alive when I'm 78, if I'm being absolutely honest. Um, but yeah, he's, he, he looks after himself. And to be honest, if you look at the pictures of him now in his indie gear, you can't tell the difference between this and, and Crystal Skulls. So, you know, I, I'm confident that this is going to be this is going to be good. And, and looking at the settings, it looks like, you know, a proper indie movie. So I'm quite excited. I think... Uh, yeah, I hope that uh, he does uh, come back to the Northeast. I remember a while ago, um, a long time ago, Samuel L. Jackson filmed a film in Liverpool and he periodically comes back to Liverpool and everyone gets nice and excited. He, t he took it to his heart. So you never know, Harrison Ford may be back. Like I see, he seemed to suit the area. I don't know it's whether he got a really warm welcome from Geordie's, what we're, um, we're known for, but he just seemed to really embrace it. If he wants to bring his bike and his, um, his cycling gear and go for a 30-mile ride around Newcastle, then he's more than welcome any time that he wants. Mickey Welsh, thank you very much for your time. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Absolutely brilliant, Dave. Thanks so much. We've also, uh, in the last few days, seen some filming taking place in London, on a sort of suburban street in London. We've seen Harrison Ford dressed in a sort of nice tweed jacket, which may well be his sort of professor jacket, uh, or... Uh, his travelling outfit and lots of cars parked on the roads uh, with some speculation as to what era they're from. Some people saying 40s, some people saying 60s. Uh, but certainly it looks like we're going to get some kind of time hop in this film, uh, much like we did in The Last Crusade. 
Do we know whether characters like Salah will be coming back? Do we know whether Karen Allen will be coming back? No, we don't. But they've both been playing pretty coy when they've been asked uh, about it in the last uh, couple of weeks. And it would be nice to, to see both those characters come back. And Harrison Ford being in the UK has caused quite a lot of excitement, to be honest. There's been paparazzi out and about there's been uh reporters out and about there's been people getting photos and there's been more leaks in this first week of filming um and we've seen more picture of things going on on set than we did for about the first six months of uh, indiana jones and kingdom of the crystal skull we didn't really even know what that was about for for about six months this we seem to know a lot more so i'm going to be careful to avoid as many spoilers as possible so you're listening to the indy 5 podcast we've obviously been hearing everything that's been going on in the northeast of england but it's not just been england where the excitement's been happening i'm joined now by ali mcgilfrey who is a reporter at radio borders and he's been chasing harrison ford around the scottish borders why don't you tell us a little bit about what's been going on yeah it's been a real real buzz as i say um, there's not much happening because of lockdown, it's uh, it's been a bit of escapism, something for people to talk about. Um, we knew they were doing uh, filming across the border in Northumberland. We saw the flames at Bamborough Castle and, and the props and stuff there. And Harrison Ford had obviously been pictured uh, further south. But it wasn't until uh, we looked into a road closure at the Leaderfoot Viaduct and then the green signs, which had already, uh, the location signs that had already appeared at Bamborough, uh, that we, we clicked that we knew Harrison Ford was coming uh, to the border. So there was a few um, hours later before it was eventually confirmed. It was a huge production crew, but you would never have known uh, because they, they'd parked all their big trucks behind an auction mark site a few miles down the road. And it was because where they actually filmed was a small layby off the A68. But I took a wee trip down the night before and I was just amazed actually that no film had been here before because it's a beautiful scenery, kind of narrow road, high hedges, um, the beautiful viaduct over the River Tweed and the Eildon Hills in the background as well. Although the way the camera was pointing, I don't think it will have been able to pick up the Eildon Hills as well. Did you get to see any of the, um, did, I mean, did you see Harrison himself? Yep. So the road, Day 68 road alongside where they're filming, uh, remained open until seven o'clock and just 10 minutes before that road was closed and everyone was going to be pushed further back. Um, Harrison Ford, uh, well, a black people carrier arrived. You could see it just pulling off up, up the road. And then you saw this uh, gentleman in brown jacket uh, with a very distinctive walk, uh, walking towards uh, where the camera crew were. And we knew instantly that was Harrison Ford. We, we, we thought we'd spotted Harrison Ford Harrison earlier. Ford. But it was his uh, stunt double, and uh, but um, when Harrison did arrive, you knew instantly who it was, and uh, with the photographers that were there with the long lenses were able to confirm it. But for regular Joe public, it was really difficult to make him out. But he definitely was there, and uh, the first thing he did was he walked across to the the, the bank and and he, and he just he just gazed across the river Tweed. He just looked like he was soaking in the views. Oh, it's it's so exciting having Indiana Jones just rocking around in the uh, in the north of the UK. It's just it's it's just great. And um, uh, did you get to actually see any of the filming, or were you sort of shunted away by the time that started? Most people were moved down to a nearby riverbank, and the security were making it very difficult for us to see what was going on. But we did see uh, bits and pieces. So um, Harrison Ford was was um, filming in front of the viaduct along the banks of the River Tweed. There was kind of 
smoke being set off in the background to create a bit of atmosphere. We were initially told there was going to be lots of pyrotechnics and it was a world war scene they were filming. And the fact that Harrison Ford's stunt double was there to begin with, we were expecting real drama, but there wasn't any major fireworks. It looked like a fairly calm scene. He might have pulled something out of the River Tweed, but we might just have to wait until the film's released next July to find out exactly what. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one because there's some pictures appeared. You mentioned the photographers, and there was some um, there was some long lens uh, photos of Harrison Ford with the actor Toby Jones, and they looked sort of wet and bedraggled, and were clutching some kind of gold device, whatever that was. Uh, it certainly looks like it might play a key part in the film. Yeah, it was. I mean, well, just just the fact that they were filming here in the borders in the first place was a huge attraction. But I think a crowd of only about sixty people um, along the riverbanks um, actually were able to see exactly what was going on. But then to have these two massive stars that have appeared in so many films just across the opposite bank of the river to be just a little bit out of reach it was just amazing to see them in action and um, and they actually had applied i'm told for a section 11 order to close the opposite fill, uh, the opposite side of the river so nobody could see nobody could get close enough to see what was going on um, and there was security along that part of the bank trying to stop people in any case but people could people were still getting past to go down uh, to get as close as they could uh, albeit they're being very polite about it because it's not every day you get hollywood arriving on your doorstep <laughs> and and one of the things that i talked about with mickey was the fact that harrison ford just kind of went swanning about in Newcastle uh, several times, went out on his bike, went and had some lunch. Did, did you hear any reports of uh, of Harrison Ford wandering around in the uh, in the borders? Was he spotted anywhere, you know, buying some cheese or something? Yeah, no, he definitely popped into shops in Melrose. We don't think he stayed here. We think he just flew in and flew out again. Um, I, I was down at the, the filming site all day, so I missed it, but I caught up with the shopkeepers the next day. He'd popped into local butchers, first of all, and uh, he'd asked them what their what their favourite, what their best pie was, and they told him uh, a scotch pie, so he took some scotch pies away with him, and then he nipped across the road in the Market Square in Melrose, which is this wonderful little abbey town with lots of independent shops, and he popped into Abbey Fine Wines, and I'm told he ordered some uh, whiskey, got to order whiskey if you're in Scotland, and uh, uh, apparently he really enjoys wine as well, but I don't know if that gives an indication of just how much wine he bought, but he bought whiskey and wine from the wine store as well. And um, the wine shop, quite quite uh, nicely as well, posted on their social media afterwards, somebody's left behind their hat, and uh, after, after the rumours got out, and actually a little fedora hat is sitting above their doorway inside the shop, which I thought was a nice little touch as well. Well, thank you very much for talking to us, Ali. It's much appreciated, and thanks for uh, updating us uh, on everything that's been going on uh, north of the border. Thank you. So that was the very first edition of the Indy 5 podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please rate and subscribe and uh, leave us a nice message on your podcast supplier if you possibly can. That would be much appreciated. Like I say, we'll be out every single Friday and we will also keep our Twitter feed updated. So anything that uh, anything that breaks during the week in between podcasts, you can find it on there. I hope you've enjoyed it. And until next time, this has been the Indy 5 podcast.